Welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi everyone, I'm John Lynn, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another in our series of interviews with top leaders in healthcare IT. And today's guest is Leon Lerman. He's CEO and co-founder of Cynario. Welcome, Leon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, we're going to be talking cybersecurity, an important topic that every, I think every CIO is staying up at night <laughs> from. But before we get there, tell us a little bit about yourself and Cynario. Absolutely. So Cynario is a healthcare IoT cybersecurity company. Mm -hmm. uh, we're specifically focused on securing the medical devices. Those are all the MRI machines, IV pumps, patient monitors gotcha. that usually cannot be secured using the traditional tools uh -huh. and are the non-healthcare, uh, uh, non-medical IoT. Uh, stuff like IP cameras, uh, HVAC systems, um, smart TVs, printers, ele elevators, everything is and more Becoming devices connected. coming every day. Absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing how much that's exploded. And, and really, I guess, that, you know, in, in one element, the risk surface has exploded, right? <laughs> because of all those devices. So as you look at it, you know, where has healthcare really improved most lately with cybersecurity? And what are some of the biggest risks that, that remain? So I think we saw that during the pandemic, like everybody was, you know, sure that the attackers will take it easy. But we actually saw the other way around. We saw a 300% increase in attacks. And I think the biggest difference that we saw lately is that attacks became more of a patient safety issue. As you know, traditionally healthcare are all about yeah. compliance and data and PHI, but patient safety really became an issue. And uh, I think a good example of that is what happened in Düsseldorf. Okay. Where, so there, there was a patient uh, that died as a result oh. of an attack. So she was supposed to take uh, undergo surgery uh -huh. in a hospital in Düsseldorf, and the hospital was under a ransomware attack, uh -huh. and the OR was affected, so they could not treat her. So they had to send her to the next available hospital, right. which was 45 minutes away. But yeah, unfortunately, she she passed away on on on, on the way to the other hospital. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think it's so sad that we're dealing with ransomware now, but it's just the reality for, for healthcare. So, you know, speaking specifically to it, what do people get wrong or, or maybe don't understand about ransomware? And, and really, as it relates specifically to medtech. Yeah, so I think people think that ransomware is like a super sophisticated attack and that they get constantly more and more sophisticated, nation-sponsored, but the reality is it's, it's back to basics. Uh, mm -hmm. Ransomware is looking for the lowest hanging fruit for those older operating systems, Windows XP, Windows 95, uh, which happen to be a lot in healthcare, specifically Sadly. on the medical devices. <laughs> and, um, and, and that's why they get affected, and because those attacks are being successful, then attackers are and hospitals are actually paying ransom because if patient safety is on the, on the line, you're going to pay the ransom. Yeah, um, for sure. And they just continue doing that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is such a challenging thing. And I think many people thought it wouldn't get there. I don't know, that, that kind of felt like, or maybe it was just ignorance is bliss, I'm not sure. But now, you know, it's become a big reality. Is that what you're seeing with, with the people you talk to? I think almost every hospital that we talk to at some point experienced a ransomware attack. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not seeing that going away. I think for it to go away, a couple of things need to happen. One, healthcare needs to stop being the lowest hanging fruit. That mm -hmm. means improving the security posture, getting more controls in place, 
uh, prioritizing risks to the most critical devices that impact patient safety service availability. Right. Um, and I think two is also investing in education to make sure that mm. people don't click on attachments, uh, don't browse to websites that they don't know. Uh, yeah. And uh, that will help, but yeah. it will take time. I love the CIO who said, uh, I have 21,000 points of vulnerability, my 21,000 staff. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. So I, I think it has become such a challenge and such a problem. Do you think like HHS or, or the government should have a role in healthcare cybersecurity? You know, I don't know, standards, regulation? What's your take on kind of government involvement? Should they get involved? Should they not? I do. I think they should get involved. And uh, um, uh, you mentioned standards. And I think uh, especially around um, those patient safety issues and uh, the medical IoT devices, there were a lot of guidances. So they were like, we recommend you do this. Uh -huh. We think you should do that. Right. Uh, I'm thinking healthcare, it's not enough because healthcare is so regulated and they have HIPAA and they have all those standards that if you make something non-mandatory or not clear enough, they just won't do it because they're so busy with the other things. So I think there needs to be a more clear path to this is what you need to do or this is the framework that you need to adopt to, to get yourself more secure. And I think in collaboration, it's a shared responsibility. So it has to be the government, the providers, the vendors, the manufacturers yeah. all need to get together and agree on something that people will actually follow and not just, you know, a nice to have. Yeah, I think the problem though is that, you know, the med devices are done by the FDA, interoperability is ONC, you know, <laughs> I mean, they have their own silos that, uh, you know, it's like, so who should be responsible for doing that? I, I think maybe a challenge for them. And that's why it should be a joint responsibility. So I think everybody cares about, again, patient yeah, safety. Everybody cares about advancing uh, uh, the technology. And I think it's, a, it's an amazing phenomenon uh, that we see that hospitals got so much more advanced in the last you know, 10 years, like they're adopting the most advanced and cool technologies, yeah. cutting edge, but on the security side, they're like 10 years behind, right? And, and this, this equation needs to get more even. It's interesting you say that because in the EHR world, we saw this. We were behind every other industry, right? And then they gave us $36 billion of stimulus money <laughs> and a thing called Meaningful Use High Tech Act. And guess what? It drove adoption. <laughs> do we do we need those incentives for cybersecurity as well? And would the you know I, I mean like would those incentives even drive the right behaviors by healthcare organizations? It's it's interesting. Uh, you know, you would think that again, patient safety, patient lives yeah. is a, is is a strong enough incentive. <laughs> but uh, we we do talk to a lot of hospitals that happen to you know they say they don't have budgets or mm -hmm. that they got the stimulus. Uh, 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 you know, um, money, but they're not sure that they can actually use it for cybersecurity. I think a lot of hospitals are, you know, critical infrastructure. So it's for the government's best interest to, you know, improve their security posture. So I actually think that giving, you know, government money that can help hospitals to have more budgets to prioritize security projects can, can do really well. Yeah. It is a type of infrastructure, but the bill's already passed, I think, so. <laughs> There's always another bill coming up. There is, for sure. And now, I think it is interesting, though, to, to look at it from some of the CIOs and CISOs 
yeah, I think a lot of them maybe just rely on their cyber insurance or like, I mean, sure, they, you know, they have to do their HIPAA risk assessment and some things. I mean, I, I don't think they're belligerent <laughs> in what they're doing, but, you know, do they maybe rely on that cyber insurance, you know, too much rather than trying to prevent even needing insurance in the first place? Yes, definitely. I think cyber insurance is good for the economic mm-hmm. uh, uh, implications and... Uh, uh, but you know, if you have again a patient safety issue or a service availability issue, the cyber insurance will not help you if you can provide patient care to patients. So I think it's a, it's a complementary thing that you have to have in addition to taking all the steps to make sure the attacks don't affect your ability to provide patient care. And you know, in some areas where you're still not fully, you know, you still didn't get to them from a security perspective, and you want to have that as a mitigating control for a little bit, I think that could be good, but long-term, that's, that's not solving the problem. Yeah, well, and I think some people are questioning, will cybersecurity insurance last? Like, can, will you even be able to get it a year or two from now, which is kind of scary to think about <laughs> from a financial perspective. E- yes, I agree. I think that if also the insurers, they have to find ways for them to make, to make sense. Yeah. If there's so many attacks, yeah, then what's the point? There's, there's <laughs> no business, business model that, that exactly. will, will make sense for them. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, is there any um, like best practices or best advice you could give a, a CIO or a CISO, you know, especially when it comes to med devices? Any uh, you know, best practices or suggestions you could give them? Yes, I think uh, it's one of the biggest risks that hospitals have today. Uh, you know, there was a lot of questions about responsibility, whose responsibility is it? Uh-huh. Uh, but I think hospitals can only rely on themselves and they need to understand that, you know, they have to understand what they have on the network and more importantly, they have to act. They have to be able to, you know, create segmentation policies, create security policies that will make sure that those devices are safe to use. Um, and this will improve their medical outcomes. They will improve the trust that patients have in hospitals, and they absolutely have to address it. Yeah, I mean, I think COVID taught us something about the importance of those devices with all the ventilators and how much usage was tracked. Now imagine they get all compromised. That that would be a disaster. Resilience (laughs) became key. I think today everybody understands it. But the good news is that there are solutions. The technology is now there to, to address this problem. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, where can people learn uh, more about Cynario? They can go on our website. It's www.cynario.com. Perfect. Thanks so much. And thanks everyone for watching. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareittoday.com. <laughs>